we then kind of hooked up on a Skype call after after WordCamp, and um, and he he said to me, you know, how about this idea? It was pretty much his idea. Um, how about if you're interested, create the Beaver Builder twin of Katka? And I was like, that's a brilliant idea. And um, I said, I don't know how much time I've got though. I really want to do something like that because I I already do things in the community. I create videos and you know do interviews and go on podcasts and stuff, and I love all that stuff. And this felt like a another level to uh, to create an actual product as such so we we decided that that would be something that we would do and the thing that we loved about it the most was the was the kind of against the odds story of the the mashup of beaver builder guy and an elemental guy g'day folks troy dean here and welcome to another episode of the wp elevation podcast coming to you from our studio here in the heart of melbourne australia Hey, we're, before we get into this episode, we're playing around with some different UVPs here at WP Elevation. For those of you that don't know, a unique value proposition is a very succinct way in which you communicate the value that you offer to your audience. There are a couple of ideas we are playing with. We've been saying recently that this is the podcast that helps freelancers find freedom. I don't particularly like it, to be honest. I'm, it doesn't bowl me over. We are now playing around with the idea that we help digital mavericks become fiercely independent. That is a new unique value proposition that we are exploring here. We'd love to hear your feedback. So please send an email to support at wpelevation.com with the subject line podcast UVP, podcast UVP, and tell us what you think if you have an idea for a UVP or if you hear something that we say that uh, strikes a chord with you. Send us an email and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Now, this is a very special episode of the podcast because we live streamed this episode live onto Facebook from our high-definition live streaming studio with multiple camera angles. We're using the beautiful Canon C100 cameras. Max, the producer, we've built a special booth for Max to operate the live stream equipment so that he's isolated. We're using the beautiful Rode broadcaster microphones. And we had our guest piped in via Skype. We recorded the audio into Logic and we piped the video, the multiple cameras, and the Skype screen grab directly out onto Facebook. This has been a long time coming for us here. Uh, The big vision for me is to provide you guys with high-quality, entertaining content live on Facebook and then archive it on our blog and on YouTube so you can come back and watch it and have a listen to it and, of course, subscribe to the podcast. So there's lots of technical problems we've been solving over the last few months here, and it's a, a very big moment, very joyous occasion for us to be sharing this with you. Our feature guest this week is Paul Lacey from Dickie Bird's studio in the UK. Some of you may know him as the man behind the Generate Press website redesign. He's also designed a bunch of the uh, the sites that you can install in Generate Press in their website installer. Uh, you should check out the DickieBirds.studio website because their design aesthetic is absolutely gorgeous. I'm a huge fan of what they're doing over there and it's an absolute pleasure to have him on the podcast. So without further ado, let's go and meet Paul Lacey from DickieBirds Studio. This is the WP Elevation Podcast. Helping WordPress consultants elevate. Just before we get into this episode of the podcast, I have a quick favour to ask. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on iTunes at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Or if you're not an Apple user, you can get us on Stitcher Radio at wpelevation.com slash Stitcher. And please, if you are on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. It really does help us come up in the search results and get the show in front of a wider audience. And we love your feedback and we read all of the reviews. Thanks in advance. Now let's get back to the show. G'day folks, Troy Dean here from WP Elevation and welcome to an epic, epic moment for us here at WP Elevation. This is the very first time that we are live streaming a recording of a podcast episode and uh, I'm super excited. This has been a long time coming and I'm also very excited because our guest this week on the podcast, now this won't be published for a few weeks, but I actually have him live here on Skype right now, is, um, he doesn't know this, but he's actually, every time I visit this man's website, I just go gaga, I'm completely in love with this man's design aesthetic, and I'm very pleased to have him on the line here, all the way from the UK, from Dickie Bird's studio, it is Paul David Lacey. Hey Paul, how are you my friend? Hello, thanks for dropping in the middle name there, I shouldn't have told you that. (laughs) 
<laughs> no problem. Oh, this is my business partner just walked in. That's Peter. Excellent. Yeah. Hi, Peter. The, How the you doing? The side of Dickie Birds. It's Peter yeah. and Paul. There we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, um, first of all, thank you very much for agreeing to do this uh, with us. This is the first time that we're live streaming this uh, onto Facebook. Um, so if you're watching, leave us a comment and say hi to Paul Lacey uh, under the, the video here. Uh, thank you for being a guinea pig. And also thanks for agreeing to be on the podcast. I know this is something that we've been trying to do for a while now. We've kind of been, we've known of each other for a while online. We've been following each other. It's great to connect. For those that don't know, um, let's give some people some context and just tell people who you are and why you're here. Okay. So I'm I'm co-founder of the Dickie Bird Studio and we're an agency in the UK. We specialize in WordPress design and development and also uh, UX and UI work. So we do a kind of uh, my side of things is the WordPress side, you know, the uh, consultancy and the design stuff and all that, all that kind of thing. And Peter, Peter, who's just walked in, the kind of uh, Polish Viking over there, is uh, his side of things is UX and UI. So half our clients are WordPress clients, and then the other half are kind of pure UX UI clients. Some of them aren't even anything to do with <clears throat> websites at all. So uh, our contract at the moment, we can't exactly say who it is or anything, but we're doing the uh, UX for a the car the kind of in car dashboard setting for a kind of luxury car manufacturer so wow. we're not doing the, the design we're just doing the ux stuff and um so that's an, that's an amazing job for us we learn a ton of stuff that we can put into the wordpress things that we never would have learned you know otherwise so we've got this total split of different things and and in our agents we try and you know learn from each side of things really so that's very yeah. cool um and uh when 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 how long have you been using wordpress Right. Um, I did check a couple of months ago, actually, because I, I typed in WordPress into my Gmail account. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure I found a blog install um, notification in something like 2005. Oh, so wow. like 2005 or 2007, yeah. Whoa. It was just before I kind of started working as a freelancer or a business. And before that, I'd been using some other CMSs. Uh, there was one called Text Pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember that one at all. There was Obviously, um, Mambo, which then mm-hmm. became Joomla, Joomla yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, and then I kind of tried out WordPress, and um, it it was just simple, and it was a good fit. I was using it totally wrong. You know, I was hacking <laughs> poor. <laughs> yeah. Weren't we I all? I don't read instructions. <laughs> yeah. I don't read instructions. What do you mean? Aren't you supposed to so, hack the core files? Is that wrong, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Later on, you discover that's wrong. <laughs> when it all goes wrong, and, and were you yeah, using so, yeah, it? Yeah, a long time. Initially, were you using it to to for your own blog or your own projects, or did you start out using it for client stuff straight away? Well, I was working in um, an arts organisation at the time, uh-huh. so I was a kind of web designer developer in an arts organisation, mm. and I had been using Dreamweaver Ultra Dev, which I don't know if you ever remember that. Mm, I do. But that was like uh, it was it was the kind of database add-on for Dreamweaver, whereby you could do database connections, use PHP or even ASP and stuff like that. And so we, we were looking at, and then I went on a PHP course, and somewhere and on that PHP course, hmm. I met a few people, and they were saying, you know, you should try this these uh, open source content management systems. So, and text pattern was recommended to me. So I tried text pattern. That was pretty cool. And then, um, and then, then you start looking further afield, and then I think, um, as a lot of people do, they end up with WordPress for mm. one one reason or another. Mm. And so I was one of those people using this crappy blog for a long time. Mm. You know, while everyone's saying it's, you know, you can't use this for corporate websites, but you know, you can and you could, and yeah, and look where it's now. Yeah, so. and then custom <laughs> post types happen, and it changed the game. I remember when I was sold on WordPress. I, I you know, similar story. I tried Drupal. I think I even tried Express an engine, Expression Engine, which was an expensive option mm-hmm. back then. I tried Joomla, mm-hmm. couldn't get it to work when it was called Mambo. And then I downloaded WordPress. I tried WordPress. It kind of seemed like I, I can get this to work and I can stick with it. And then I discovered the plugin repository and that changed everything because yeah. I realized two things. Not only was my development cycle then immediately sped up because I could tap into all of this amazing code that was contributed by developers around the world, but more importantly, there was this community of people yeah. who were prepared to answer my questions for free. It was ridiculous. Mm. That was when the clouds parted and I truly saw the light. When was the first time you tapped into the community around WordPress? <laughs> Someone could say that that was a set of question, but it's, it's, <laughs> I know it's not. But um, the funny thing is, is that I didn't engage properly in the, in the, in the community for a long, long time. Mm. I, 
I posted one post. I don't know when it was, 2010, something like that. It was a long time ago, into the WordPress um, forums. And I suggested an idea. I said, we keep doing this hack whereby we're using PHP to uh, extract the first image that's in a, in a WordPress page or a post and then make it the image a bit like on the news website, like BBC mm-hmm. News or something. And I suggested on the forum, I said, you know, how about something like um, a thumbnail image whereby you can uh, associate an image with a page or a post? And someone replied back, uh, I think it was someone, you know, within the the WordPress kind of community was saying, you know, no, I don't think that'll ever be a core thing. That would always be a plugin. So we're obviously talking about the feature image. Mm. And um, uh, in fact, the guy who replied, I think, was a guy who runs one of the um, well-known WordPress news blogs. I forget Mm. which one it's called now, uh, WP something. Mm -hmm. Um, Nathan Wrigley always talks about it on his news show. Mm -hmm. And um, something like seven years later, someone updated the post and said, just to let you know, this is part of Core now. It's the feature image. <laughs> it was brilliant. That's fantastic. And so I've got a slight claim to fame that there's a potential situation where I may have invented the feature image, but I didn't. That's but, excellent. But I'm going to take a little bit of credit for That's it. That's excellent. Um, <laughs> now, just on that, uh, just on that, um, that that community theme. Um, in more recent times, you so you then discover that there is this WordPress community, you start having conversations with people, and in more recent times, some people may not be aware of this, but you collaborated with someone else in the WordPress space to develop a product, uh, and mm. you, you guys run a service agency, but you, you collaborated with someone in the WordPress space to develop a digital product. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yep. Um, one step just before that is mm. that I really only got properly involved in the WordPress community about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when um, mine and mine and Peter's uh, agency, as it was, kind of was in a kind of hiatus stage where he went off and did a lot of kind of UX type work, and I was interested in WordPress. So we kind of went off in separate ways for a bit. That's when I discovered the actual community, which I had hadn't been, you know, leveraging or taking part in in any way prior to that. So about two years ago, I um, I'd done a design for a website called Genuine Confidence, and I was pretty pleased with the design. And I posted it in uh, the Genuate press group. Mm. And um, just so that it didn't look like I was just showing off, I, I just put some information about how I'd done the site. So mm. it, it was it was kind of a contrived way of trying to say, I'm just trying to give some. But really, I just wanted some some people to say that's a nice design. Yeah, yeah, of right? course. So, and, um, and I remember, you know, two years ago, um, this guy replied to me on there. And I'd done something about the speed performance. And he was like, no, no, that 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 page isn't going that fast. And I remember replying to him, I know it is, you're, you're checking it from um, America, and you know this is a UK-based site. And that turned out to be Barna, Barna Booksborn, mm-hmm. who is someone I know who you know mm-hmm. who um, created his, his product. Mm-hmm. So this is the product that you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, that Barna Booksborn uh, created this product, I think it was about a year ago or six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a template pack for Elementor. Yep. And he you know, initially wanted to try and create a paid product. And then later on, he pivoted to decide that, you know, you know what? The core of this product that I always do is going to be free no matter what. It's always going to be a free thing. Um, it's for him to tell his full story on that. But I know that he didn't really have any particular reason for that other than that it just removed the stress of what he was trying to achieve you know, it changed what the success markers were for his project, you know, in terms of if people like it, that's a success marker worth, as opposed to people buying or not buying it. Mm. So we, you know, so we, he, he replied to my first ever post in the Generate Press community, which is something we laugh about. Um, and especially that he was kind of, you know, trying to poo-poo my, my performance, uh, <laughs> performance claims. So anyway, um, Years later, we we become friends in the Generate Press community. Uh, just you know, nerd friends really. We're we're into WordPress performance and we're into Generate Press, and we've never spoke or anything like that. And WordCamp Manchester comes up, and you you know we do the normal thing where we say, uh, anybody going to WordPress WordCamp Manchester, and Barna is you know lives in Manchester, and he's like, I'm going, and there's a few other people, Dave Foy mm-hmm. and Nathan Wrigley, he was going as well, and so it was a nice, nice meetup that we arranged there. 
So I met Barna there and it was just one of those cool moments where you meet someone in real life that you've been, you know, you've known on online. Yeah. And it's and it and it just solidifies that friendship and you and you just carry on talking about generate press and website performance and that sort of stuff as if you were just online. Yeah, yeah. And um at that time the generate press site library project was happening. It was it hadn't it hadn't officially started, but a few of us knew about it under the radar. So we we kind of put our heads together about that. And he was like, you know, I'd like to get involved in this Generate Press project. And uh, because I've got my projects, this Katka uh, Elementor template pack. I was like, so tell me, tell me about that because I'm a Beaver Builder guy, so I wasn't really taking too much notice of what you know what was going on in the Elementor space. Mm-hmm. And he explained, he showed me what he was doing. You know, we pulled out laptops and stuff like that. And he had this amazing library of templates for Elementor that was totally free. That you could use to, you know, build your sites and, um, you know, a big uh, head start. So if you need three columns or something like that, it's all done and it's all yeah. mobile optimized in a really it's good amazing. way already. I know. Yeah, we we, yeah. we call it the I website in a it, bag. Yeah. It's like you just you just reach into the bag and pull out what you need and you build your website in a few minutes. It's just amazing. It's fantastic. It gets better all the time as well. Mm. And um, and I was I was saying to him, you know, oh, you know, we haven't got anything like that in Beaver Builder. We've got like the Power Pack templates and we've got the UABB or the UAB templates, but they're all a bit, um, they're kind of too designed for a lot of people. They, yeah. They're great for if you want um, a turnkey situation, you want to knock something together. But if you've got a more of a kind of wireframe uh, prototype uh, design type process, mm. then you tend to want those building blocks, mm. uh, much like what Barna's Katka project gives you. You can drag them in and then you style them. Yeah, there's a there's a bit of light style on there, but it's usually complementary to anything that you're doing. Mm. So we then kind of hooked up on a Skype call after after WordCamp, and um, and he he said to me, you know, how about this idea? It was pretty much his idea. Um, how about if you're interested, create the Beaver Builder twin of Katka? I was like, that's a brilliant idea. And um, I said, I don't know how much time I've got there. I really want to do something like that because I, I already do things in the community. I create videos and, you know, do interviews and go on podcasts and stuff. And I love all that stuff. And this felt like a another level to uh, to create an actual product as such. So we we decided that that would be something that we would do. And the thing that we loved about it the most was the was the kind of against the odds story of the the mashup of Beaver Builder guy and an Elemental guy, <laughs> and, and we kind of likened it to you know Rocky Four, of, you know the, uh, the <laughs> so anyone who's not seen it you know the Russian guy and the American guy you know slug it out for the whole the whole film and then at the end you know someone I think one of, I think Rocky says something like you know if, if you can change and I can change we can all change <laughs> and we we always felt that this was a really nice epic collaboration because there's all this drama always, you know, if you say, which is the best page builder? Mm. It's like, well, Elementor is the best one. No, Beaver Builder is the best one. And then you know, Visual Composer is the best one. And then everybody laughs and then they get back to the, um, <laughs> Elementor is the best one. Beaver Builder is the best one, you know? And um, so we really thought that, that that would be the basis of our collaboration, that we would, we would try to do something that combined two different community uh, participants and, to, to create uh, something for to improve it for the elemental guys and to improve it for the Beaver Builder fans as well, mm. and that's what we decided. Awesome. And so, how's that collaboration yeah. looking? Where's where's that at at the moment? So, what we realised after um, a couple of weeks, well, first of all, Barna was way ahead of me. You know, he he'd already got a product; it was out. <laughs> mm. You could go to his website and you can download it, mm. and all I'd got was an idea and quite a lot of client work as well. Yeah. So it became kind of clear that he was able to to just you know go ahead at much faster pace than I was. We also kind of realized that the um, the market for Beaver Builder and the market for Elementor is does have its um, individual quirks. Mm-hmm. So um, not it's not exclusive, but people who choose Elementor often are looking for. Um, a more design focus, whereas the Beaver Builder community in general mm. is is more of a kind of um, take it slowly process. Mm-hmm. You know, Elementor is by far the fastest. Mm-hmm. You know, you can knock up a design much quicker in there. But there's a reason why some people prefer Beaver Builder, and it's because it's probably easier to do more complex development with Beaver Builder. Mm. It just takes a little bit more time. So 
we kind of also realized that that would potentially um, affect the direction of the, the two things that we we're doing. So Barna would carry on in his direction of creating, you know, starting off with 100, then 150, then 200, then 250 rows. You know, he's just adding more and more and more, then adding templates and page templates and stuff like that. And that wasn't going to be feasible for me. So we decided at our end, you know, okay, what we'll do is we'll try and create some core building blocks for people and and then see where we go with that. Later on, we hired a guy um, into our team, Adrian. He um, We put him on the project basically straight away to get him so he could learn Beaver Builder. Uh, so he would have to do, you know, complex uh, responsive design on all the different things. And whenever he had nothing to do, he would pester me with ideas. And he still does this now all the time. It's just like, how about this idea? How about this idea? And he, he actually came up with this idea whereby uh, we could use CSS variables to change the global colors of different things mm-hmm. throughout throughout there. So we would have a core set, but you would use CSS variables to change the global stuff. I think you can do that in tools like Brizzy and stuff now. Mm. And probably Beaver Builder would do that in the future. So the, the thing we were doing started getting cooler. And with me and Barna, we just started, che- you know, checking in every week and just encouraging each other uh, in different ways. So, and that was in all sorts of ways. In the end, we, we we're kind of like good friend accountability partners now in terms of what we do. You know, it's my fault that his face is on YouTube videos. I encouraged him to, you know, um, come out of you know just the voice and put yourself on there. People will like that, and. And as a result of him helping us, we did the design for his Katka brand and his Katka uh, mm-hmm. website as well. Yeah, yeah. And and then he, you know, showed us what were the most popular kind of row styles that people were using and stuff. So we were, we were able to kind of use his Katka as a kind of blueprint for what we were doing. But um, what happened was we started doing these cooler things with CSS variables, and we started showing some friends in um, a private um, mastermind group that uh, some of our mutual friends are in as well. And I didn't know the Beaver Builder guys at that point. I was a massive fan, but I'd never reached out to them as, you know, in a friend's way because, you know, they were just, just not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> the team, they're, they're too legendary to, you know, I don't want to be like, will you be my friend? <laughs> so, um, and the guys in uh, my mastermind group were like, you've got to show this to the Beaver Builder guys. I was like, I don't know them. I don't, you know, I'm just, we're just going to do this thing and maybe they'll notice what we're doing. And uh, I think that some of my friends told them about what we were doing. And the next thing that happened was WordCamp London. So WordCamp London comes along and I thought, well, they're going, there's a Beaver Builder meetup happening there. So I'll reach out to Robbie at Beaver Builder. I'll say, hi, um, we've got this thing we could show you we're doing. And, and he was like, I know it's, you know, I've heard about this. We'd love, love to meet you and everything. So, okay. Okay, great. Um, so the, the next stage of development was really that we, we decided to have a meeting with the Beaver Builder guys, which I've got some photos of. There's lots of beer everywhere and, you know, it's a, it's a very <laughs> I professional remember the beginning of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was extremely professional. It's just like what they show you in school, what a corporate meeting looks like. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oak tables, that kind of thing. <laughs> Bookcase, <laughs> suits. So yeah, that was you know. So we took what we'd done, which was just a kind of raw idea, and met with the Beaver Builder guys, and that and that's when it really got crazy from that point on. From from my perspective of where you know the project sort of um, went off in this direction, I would never have mm. guessed. Yeah, yeah. So, I think one of the takeaway messages for me here is that it sometimes can be very intimidating and very overwhelming to reach out in the community where you sm- you feel like a very small fish in a very big pond. And the WordPress community does feel like a very big pond because there are lots of people who are very active in the community who are doing really cool stuff. And it can be very overwhelming. But just by reaching out and making those connections, uh, we were saying this um, uh, before we started recording, you don't know where those connections are going to take you and you don't know where it's going to lead. Um, and so just taking that first step and reaching out to people and starting a conversation is, is often the hardest step, but is often the most important step as well. 100%. Mm. I mean, my, my advice on all these things is there's a community there. Everyone has got something to offer, whether it's an insight or a product or a video or whatever. Everyone's always got something to offer. So, um, And I can tell you 100%, and I know you know this as well, that whatever you put in, you get back 10 times. Yeah. And um, it, and that's why 
I think that is why you see people who start doing more and stuff in the community, they just do more and more and more stuff because it's rewarding on all sorts of levels. Yeah, totally. But um, uh, for us, you know, we, we had this meeting with the Beaver Builder guys. I sat down with Justin. Um, in fact, even when we were at WordCamp, I was like, oh, you know, I, I'm too shy to, you know, initiate this meeting. And it was Adrian, you know, uh, junior dev who was like, went and spoke to Robbie and said, should we have this meeting now? And I was like, you know, why, why am I so lame at this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so anyway, we kind of cornered them. I've got a photo and you can see, you know, that neither Justin nor Robbie from Beaver Builder can get away from this table. <laughs> where, we've, <laughs> where we've sat, they are literally cornered. Yeah. And um, so we had this meeting, we showed them the stuff. And um, Justin was like, so we, we've been talking, you know, back at, you know, in the team. And, um, you know, we've got this new release of Beaver Builder coming out 2.2. It's a big design update. Uh, we think it would be really cool if if maybe we could hire you to um, to help us with some templates like this. And wow. I was just like thinking, oh, this is nuts. You know, first of all, Generate Press is, you know, through, you know, community engagement and working with them. Hmm. And now this. And um, so it's like my, my heroes of WordPress are mm. wanting to work with me and that's because of the stuff that we've been doing in the community and it's it's a massive wake-up call to this stuff is so beneficial to you yeah so you know we we had some beers and stuff and i was like look i don't want to get hired by you guys i would much rather collaborate with you guys you know we've got this product and whereas barna's point of doing it was initially to create a paid product my business motivation once i got started was hey, you know, there's a lot of people in the Divi space who are, you know, well-known for being a Divi designer or a Divi developer agency. Hey, maybe we could become the Beaver Builder agency that people will think of, you know, or one of them, you know, through some credentials that we've created a product. So we thought we'd create this thing. And by the way, we called it Beaver Kit. We got a logo and everything. And um, we thought we'd create this thing. And then whenever someone was talking about Beaver Builder, we could always say, oh, we are the people who made Beaver Kit, like mm. Barna says. I'm the guy that made Kutka. Yeah, it's great positioning. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so the business motivation was positioning and the, the other motivation was just creativity and, you know, uh, well-being and doing good stuff. Mm. So that collaboration just ticked every box that I'd ever could imagine for the positioning aspect. So at that point, we realized, you know, our actual product that we want to release probably doesn't, isn't actually even relevant anymore. We don't even need that product anymore because we're, the things we're doing, as it turns out, Beaver Builder guys said, how about we put some of the stuff you're doing in Beaver Builder in the core in mm. the next release, which, like I said, just ticks all those uh, positioning boxes. Mm. So that was just an unbelievable kind of moment. You know, and we've started working on that. We've nearly finished it now. So that's coming out in, I think, next month. Fantastic. Um, we've done about 150 different rows. But again, the Beaver Builder guys are different than the Elementor guys. They, It's kind of a slowly, slowly type stability first mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. So when they, when they these do release in Beaver Builder, there'll probably be only 50 or 60 of the ones that we've designed mm -hmm. because they kind of want to see, you know, how, how that goes. How does it impact to add, you know, 50 posts as part of the install because you know a template is a post yeah, in Beaver yeah, Builder yeah, yeah. you know so so as a result of this you know initial friendship and collaboration we now have great positioning for our agency because which massively helps us it doesn't really help us in our direct client work mm -hmm. but in the white label and the partnership agency stuff that we do whenever somebody is in one of the uh, groups and like you know we're an agency we want to use Beaver Builder I reach out to them, send them a private message, and our credentials are solid from, yeah, from the first moment. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're making notes, people who are watching, because this is uh, one of the reasons that we uh, – Devinder Kaint, who's watching here, says hello. He's watching on Facebook, says hello, Paul Lacey, and he says just show up, and online world throws up a lot of amazing surprises, and it's so true. Having some kind – I'm a huge fan of having some kind of product in the business because mm. – um, I mean, partial. I mean, one reason is you, you can use a product, a digital product for leveraged revenue if you are selling it. But even if you're not selling it and there's no commercial side to the actual product, it is great positioning when you say, hey, thousands of web designers and developers all over the world use one of our products as part of their daily workflow. Would you like to hire the master or the apprentice? I mean, it's just, it's great positioning. That was exactly it. And um, so for a while, you know, Beaver Kit as it was, was kind of 
canned. Yep. And so then Barna was supporting me, you know, morally on terms of the, the product side of things with Beaver Builder. As it happens, as a result of Beaver Builder guys not really wanting, you know, 200, then 250, then 300, then 1,000 rows, you know, the, the row count, like the megapixels in cameras and stuff. Yeah. Um, we realized that there is actually a place for us to to kind of pivot back and, and focus again on BeaverKit once this is all done. Mm. Because Beaver Builder, aren't, they're not so interested in page templates. So, you know, for instance, a series of pages that make up a webinar funnel or something like that, or a, a great contact page. They're more just interested in what their core audience like, which is those building blocks. So, you know, a row with two things in it or a three-column row of this sort of stuff. Mm. You know, I talked to them about, you know, page templates and they said, it's not really something we want to get into. We, you know, we like, you know, we love that the community likes to do that sort of thing. So that was yeah. fantastic because we've now got, you know, we can build the idea of BeaverKit up again, but in a slightly different angle, maybe a more template-based free resource for the community or or however it might work. We've been, a- I've been able to sort of see how Barna's, uh, developing his side of things and we share a lot of private information about what we're doing and stuff between each other and he's given me some absolutely amazing tips and roadmaps of how to you know turn turn something that's a passion project into something that can actually make money mm. um so that's where we're at with that project it's been a huge bonus for our business i've definitely gained uh white label clients mm-hmm. as a result of this and we've also gained direct clients that I know for sure has it's been massively helpful to be able to put down Generate Press and Beaver Builder as our clients. Yeah. Once I explain to our client who they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who they are first of all. Yeah, yeah. But once we do do explain, you know that that's massively helpful. And and like I say, this is just from a quick, you know starting just a conversation at WordCamp or something like that. Fantastic. Um, Mm. I do want to pivot the conversation a little bit and I also do want to say hello to Peter Butler and Kylie Martin who are watching live on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. This is a very auspicious occasion for us. It's the first time that we're live streaming an episode of our podcast with a remote guest coming in via Skype. So we're very pleased to be doing this. And Jen Sikowski is watching and she lives on the east coast of the United States, which means only one thing, that is that you have insomnia because it's the middle of the night where you are right now. What are you doing up, Jen? You might be attending to your baby. Babies, uh, which is a possibility. Jen has a baby who I think is about, or a toddler, I should say, is about a month older than than my uh, Oscar. So maybe she's up with the kids. Um, I do want to just pivot the conversation and very briefly talk about the fact that I ran a webinar a few weeks ago as a, uh, a, a training slash sales webinar for the WP Elevation program. And your name popped up in the chat and I thought, holy hell, what's Paul Lacey doing on the webinar? And um, uh, you subsequently joined the program and so very selfishly, I, uh, this is not an ad for WP Elevation. I don't want it to be an ad for WP Elevation, but I do want to know what your, because uh, I'm always blown away when people who I've been following and admiring in the community join our program. And frankly, I'm a little bit nervous when it happens. So I would love to know what your initial impressions have been. I think you've been in the program now a couple of weeks, maybe. And I just want to know what your initial impressions are. Um, and, and so I'm not looking for an ego stroke, but I, I do would, I would love to know what your initial impressions are. Well, First of all, you did an amazing job on that webinar, um, especially of, uh, you know, pushing me over the line as well. You know, you're like, oh, it's Paul Lacey. And I was just like, right, where's the buy button? You said my name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I signed up with uh, Flywheel Hosting for a, uh, for a you know, a 10 slot site on the basis they gave me a t-shirt. But that was, um... <laughs> but no, with WP Elevation, you know, I've probably mentioned to you before that I've wanted to do WP Elevation for over a year and I've got a number of friends who have done it and it's all, all of those friends who have done it are the friends that I've got, you know, in mastermind groups and stuff like that, who always give the best advice. <laughs> so I, I, I've kind of, you know, uh, heard a lot of the, the WP Elevation blueprint secondhand through different advice about situations because it does solve so many different problems. So I've always been aware that it's a good thing. And I've kind of stalked, you know, you and WP Elevation over the last year on the YouTube channel. You've done offers at certain points whereby you could get a free module if you kind of referred someone to a webinar. And I've kind of leveraged that and, you know, got a module here and a module there and stuff, which is all fine. But what I've realized, you know, uh, is that the program is best in, in as a whole. 
Mm. Uh, when you were with a group of people. So I joined finally after this year and and uh, something that we can talk about in a minute, if you like. A year ago when I wanted to initially join, um, we were having you know a personal crisis at home. Mm. And so my head just wasn't in the right space to do it. I was like, I really want to do it. I can see you have to dedicate time. Everything that I want, every time I want to dedicate time to something, then our kind of uh, tra- you know, traumas at home will get in the way and I won't be able to to commit. So it'll be a waste of money and I'll never do it again. Yeah. You know, it'll, be, it'll be done. It'll feel like I, you know, I couldn't do it or whatever. So like I said, you know, uh, after through, through the, the last year when we, we've been kind of, you know, at home, just kind of recovering from our kind of our own sort of um, crisis as such, uh, we, you know, the, all this community type stuff, creating videos, creating this beaver thing and stuff like that has been the thing that helps me um, stay positive and creative, you mm. know, in the face of adversity sometimes yeah, and challenges totally. and stuff like that. Totally. But the, finally, you know, this was the right time for me to join WP Elevation. Like I said, I always wanted to join it. It was just a matter of time. It was never a matter of money or value or anything like that. It was just when is the right time in my head to do it. So we reformed our agency, Dickie Birds, after this hiatus that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, back in November, I think it was. And that's when we, and as a result of that, we we hired two people. One of them's my wife, one of them is Adrian, and then obviously there's Peter uh, just here, who's you know my business partner. So we went from two people as, that were one mm-hmm. on their own to a team of four. And that's when you know I realized we need to up our game a bit. It's no longer just you know looking after you know, my income and Peter's looking after his income. Mm. We're, we're trying to combine and do something bigger. And I love, I, I absorb all these ideas, but I'm not brilliant at putting them in the right order. You know, a bit of this, a bit of that, but the process just, I'm just too random. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too random in the way I think. So when my wife, for instance, gives me instructions and puts things in the right order, I can follow those instructions and do it. I can put IKEA furniture together, but I can't create anything from scratch. You know? I'm totally with you, dude. I'm, I'm exactly yeah, the same. Yeah. Yep. But, and with the blueprint, I didn't, I, honestly, this is, and like you said, it's not a sales pitch, pitch. I did not know how good it would be doing it in the way that you roll the blueprint out with the pre-flight, the webinars, the calls, the things drip feeding once a week, the mm. accountability partner. So I'd, I'd seen the result of the content. I'd seen, you know, people doing really well and mm. I'd seen the things that they say that help them, but I hadn't seen it all in the right order. And that's what I'm absolutely loving about it at the moment, seeing it in the right order and implementing things. So, you know, our website now has a unique value proposition. It didn't have one before. It's it's such obvious things. Yeah, it's such obvious things. But it's it's ob- it's obvious when it's not your business, and it's it's and yes. and just on that, it's funny because I know your website very well. I'm very familiar with it. I love the design that comes out of your studio. I love the generate press stuff that you've done. Uh, I just love your aesthetic. And I was visiting your website. Um, I heard you say something on a coaching call or in, in, in one of the Velocity calls and I went and visited your website and I realised that the headline on your website had changed based on what you'd learned in our program and I was doing a happy mm. dance in the office. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Paul Lacey has changed the headline on his website based on what he's learned in our program. I was so humbled that you'd taken on board what you'd learned and, and actually, you know, done something with that. It, it, was, it, was, it was like a nice loop that had closed for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It helps to spend the money as well. You know, what you yeah. don't, what you don't pay a lot for, you know, you kind of, whatever you pay, you, you that's how much value you equate Correct. to at the bare minimum, yeah. you know? So, group elevation is worth way more than the money, but at the bare minimum, you still are investing a good amount of money yeah. and you're getting an, a huge return on it. Yeah. And I think that that helps a lot. And, you know, I'm implementing everything that you're yeah. saying. I'm still, you know, on, I've, I've gone through incoming, but I'm still working through the deliverables of, yep. Pre-flight, you know, yeah, yeah. FAQs, the process page, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Awesome. Fantastic. So, no pal- no sales pitch. It just it just is awesome and it, it is different than any other program that I've signed up for because I am known for buying everything out there. <laughs> buying, you, know, <laughs> you and me both. SAS yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Hey, yeah. um, I am respectful of everyone's time, but there is something that we have to talk about. Uh, you sent me a message last night um, your time. I got it first thing this morning when I came uh, into work and it was a little video to kind of prep me uh, for this podcast. And you mentioned something in that podcast, which 
uh, I don't know if you call them goosebumps in England or you call them goose pimples, but we call them goosebumps yeah. here. You yeah, mentioned something bumps. in that little yeah. video that gave me goosebumps and it, it sent a shiver down my spine because it's a subject that we're very passionate about here and we talk about it a lot here at WP Elevation. Um, you were talking about your journey and experience with mental health issues and you mentioned a story about something that happened on your birthday last year and I wonder if you could just share that with us. Yep. Absolutely. So the backstory to why we've had, you know, um, troubles within our own family is down to our daughter who had serious anxiety problems. So as a result of that, she's she was uh, she's ten now. So I guess it was like she was eight or something like that. Wow. Uh, when when she um, and what happened was she just was going to school like for an hour a day uh, at best. Wow. And my wife had a business. She had an events company, and it pretty much just. You know, we couldn't do that anymore. We had a, you know, we set that business up together. It sells um, hen parties. You call it hen parties in oh, Australia yeah, yeah. or bachelor, yeah. bachelorette yeah. parties or whatever. Yeah. So she had this, um, you know, amazing, really good business and stuff. So we we shut that down uh, as a result, and that that kind of you know has a knock on effect on all your kind of time at home. Mm. You know, you kind of just you feel like you're failing all this sort of stuff. Mm. So anyway, that was a tough time. Uh, she's much better now, but it's funny. I think it's kind of like that shell shock thing that when you're in the midst of these problems, you deal with it and you deal with your business and you're getting on with things and things seem okay. And when you kind of come out the other end, you realize that you're still in this battle, battle mindset, but there isn't a battle going on anymore. Yeah. You know, you kind of trained your body to, and your mind to work in this way, just to deal with the crisis as, as it's happening. So Anyway, the thing that we were talking about was that, you know, it was my birthday uh, mm. last year, 2017, and I was watching one of the WP Elevation videos because that's, that's what you do on, on, uh, on your birthday. You go on YouTube or Vimeo and you watch. <laughs> so it was my 39th birthday and I was watching Mike Killen's video about, um, about his mental health stuff. Mm. And, uh, and I was watching that video and it was my birthday and I thought, you know what? Enough. I'm going to the doctor today just to get some advice because the the whole thing about you know mental health is that when you're when you're suffering from it it's it's difficult to talk about it it's much easier to talk about it when it's historical mm. so it's easy for me to talk about it now but when you when you're in the midst of it you've got pride you've got shame yep. all these different things got all these different factors going on and stuff and it's difficult to I don't know to to admit it to yourself totally so the, so, as, as, you know, for, for all us kind of people running a business, that has a massive effect on, this, on the performance of our business. And then, and then that has a catch-22 situation That's of right. then affecting your, you know, your well-being. Yeah. So the, the main thing, you know, the, the story is really that, you know, it was a WP Elevation YouTube or Vimeo. I think it was Vimeo video that I watched. Mike Killen, top guy, met him at WordCamp London. Yeah. Listening to him being honest about his own situation. Yeah, in the same the same way I am now about what my situation was then turned things around massively. So, went to the doctor. In my case, it was you know good advice and and a bit of medication and stuff like that. Yeah, and then that just put me normal again. Yeah. You know, so a year later, creative projects, business is doing way way better. And so the message really is is just look after yourself. Fantastic. You know, if, if you've got these problems, you know just uh, take care of yourself. Don't be ashamed to admit things and just get yourself back on that um, on that right track. Yeah. And doing these projects, doing you know, outreach projects with the community is one fantastic way to do that. Totally. And, you know, and thank mm. you so much for sharing that. It's, it's, it's such a hard uh, topic to talk about a lot of the time. I think, and I'm going to call it, I think specifically for men, I think it's a very hard topic to talk about because there is yep. a lot of um, vulnerability where we are, I think we're, trained to not show weakness. I think men particularly are trained to not show weakness. And I don't mean to, to generalize yep. here, but I'm just speaking from a man's point of view. And I've been through some mental health issues myself. And I had some medication at a period of time in my life to help kind of sort myself out. And I think it is a very difficult conversation to have, but it's a conversation that needs to happen. Yep. 
And that's why we had Mental Health Month last May in 2017 and that's why the coaches and the mentors and everyone who worked here who wanted to make a video and who wanted to tell their story did. We just opened the floodgates and we said, hey, if you want to create some content, feel free. And, and you know, the con- we were inundated with content from people who wanted to share their story. And if we mm. can help one person which we have now, uh, I know here, I'm talking to him on his birthday, went to the GP and said, hey, I think I need some help. Let's at least start the conversation. Then that's that part of our job done because that's the hardest step to take. So that's a huge that's a huge sense of gratification for me. And I know that Mike Killen, uh, who was a coach here for a period of time, he will be hugely gratified as well that, uh, that that's had an impact. And uh, I want to thank you on behalf of everyone here for sharing that story with us. Uh, absolutely. Absolute pleasure. Um, also, it's worth just mentioning um, WP and Up, which is Dan Maybe's uh, projects that you probably know about, which is the WordPress um, mental and physical health program. Mm-hmm. So I'm a supporter of that. I was on their video and stuff like that. So it's WP and Up. It's worth checking out. Uh, they help uh, people within the WordPress community who are suffering any kind of you know issues, whether it's physical or mental health or business problems, whatever, they're there to help as well. Awesome. We'll definitely put a link to that uh, in the show notes. It's mm. a, it definitely is an important topic. And I think one of the things is a lot of us are either freelancers, solopreneurs, or we work in small teams and we tend to kind of work in these little silos and we are disconnected from the rest of the world. And we have these online connections, but Sometimes it is very isolating and just being around some other people and and feeling like you've got that support network can be a huge, uh, a huge, can make a huge difference. Exactly. And social media does is the highlights reel. That's correct. You know, uh, yep. People can, you know, even look at someone like, like, like me or, or someone else that they might see on a video or an interview or something like that and just mm-hmm. think, oh, you must be smashing it. Yeah. You know, and just because you're kind of talking, it's it's often a therapeutical thing that you're doing for yourself That's anyway. Right. <laughs> but um, so, you know, p- people think that, you know, that they're, they're on their own uh, and that everyone else is doing amazing. And that, I think that's the mindset that you have when you're in that situation, but yeah, it's just not the case. Totally. You'll um, find that there's plenty of people. It's funny, what, what, uh, quick story. When I first went to Pressnomics in 2000 and end of 2013, I think it was, or, or the mm. start of 2000, uh, I can't remember when it was, but uh, anyway, the point is I was so intimidated. I walked, literally, I walked into this bar. The first night I was there, I was jet lagged. I'd flown out from Australia. It was my first time to the state, so I was kind of freaking out because I've always been a little bit of a fanboy of, of US culture, um, pop culture when I was growing up. I went into this little bar. I'm surrounded by the who's who of the WordPress scene, right? So I'm mm. absolutely mm. crapping myself through intimidation. I end up spending the whole night at the bar with Corey, Miller and his beautiful wife, Lindsay, from iThemes. Lindsay was very pregnant at the time, so she wasn't drinking because she was driving. Corey was not driving, so he was drinking. And Corey and I and and James from OM4 here in Australia, uh, we got pissed at the bar and had a great time. And the next day, Corey gave a talk. He was the keynote for... Pressnomics. He blew me out of the water. I went to that session. I sat next to Matt Medeiros from the Matt Report, who I knew was another podcaster. I was just kind of scratching myself going, this is just unbelievable. Immediately after that session finished, I disappeared back to my hotel room because I was basically, you know, at risk of having a panic attack because I was so intimidated and overwhelmed by what was going on. Now, what I didn't realise until a couple of years later when Corey Miller wrote a blog post about this is that that same Pressnomics... Corey Miller also disappeared back to his hotel room a couple of times to take a breath of fresh air because he was intimidated by, you know, what he called all the young people who were there coming up doing these amazing cool things, right? He was intimidated by that. I had no idea at the time that anyone else in that Mm. room might have been feeling a little bit overwhelmed by what was going on. And it just takes... It just takes enough courage to start the conversation to realise it is so. It is such a common feeling and the moment you start that conversation with someone and you realise that, you know, we all feel it at some point, then it, it just normalises the experience and makes it okay. It does and then, and then you can start smashing it exactly. in your business. You know <laughs> exactly. <I mean>? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Corey Miller, his, you know, Corey Miller and Matt Medeiros, some of my heroes, those guys. Yeah, so totally. Very jealous that you got to meet them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're, well, they're, I, I classify them as my friends now. I was on a call recently with yeah. Corey. I was on a call recently with Matt. I, I mean, they're just fantastic people. Yeah. Kylie Martin says, thank you, Paul, for sharing with a big love heart. Kylie Martin comes from um, uh, up the river in my hometown of South Australia. 
and she's mm, a mm. fantastic uh, girl. She's an elevator. We actually flew her over to Melbourne a few months ago um, and had her in the studio and did a, a live um, a live show and a live a recording with Kylie because she's just such a fantastic contributor to our community. So I just wanted to give you some love there from our Facebook community. Hey, Paul Lacey, thank you so much for taking some time to join us on the podcast. Where can people reach out and say thank you for this and connect with you online? Okay, so you can find me in a whole bunch of Facebook groups, you know, the Generate Press group, the Dopey Innovator, the... Uh, anyone who's in WP Elevation, I'm in pre-flight at the moment. I'm in, what's it called? The Flight Cadets. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I guess I'll be in the, the, the main one at some point. Uh, Beaver Builder groups, uh, Davinda's group, uh, Kim Dawes content creators group, tons of Facebook groups where we all hang out. So you'll definitely find me in there. Uh, our website is dickybirds.studio. Uh, so do come and take a look at us there and check out our, no- our new, brand new unique value proposition. <laughs> and you can get me on Twitter as well, uh, Paul, WP underscore Paul Lacey, and also search for me on YouTube and you'll find uh, some resource type videos that I've done on YouTube and some interviews and stuff like that, uh, usually around Beaver Builder or web, you know, WordPress development, that awesome. kind of thing. Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to join us on the podcast here. This has been, a, as I said, a very auspicious occasion. We've live streamed this to Facebook. It's been a lot of fun. We're going to do this more. We're, the plan is to live stream all of our podcast episodes. In fact, the plan is to live stream our business, really. That's what we're aiming for. Um, so thank you for being a guinea pig. It all went well, uh, according to the tech, and Max has given me a big thumbs up from the producer's booth, so that's awesome. Uh, we will definitely send this link to you when uh, it's done so you can also share this show out, and we'll put everything we spoke about in the show notes, in the, the links to the show notes, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing you in the program and I'll look forward to crossing paths with you and meeting you one day uh, at a WordCamp or a, or a WP Elevation meetup. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. And I didn't know this was going to be live, by the way, <laughs> until five minutes before. So Thanks for playing along. Thank, thanks. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Thank you for letting me be part of it. And uh, thank you for everything you've done. Cheers. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, that is about as much fun as you can have with your pants on. Thank you for playing along and being a part of it. And thank you to all of those who watched live on Facebook. That was, of course, Paul Lacey from Dickie Bird Studio. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the podcast as much as I did. I'm having an absolute blast here, live streaming this stuff out. Follow us on Facebook at wpelevation.com slash Facebook. And you can also hit us up on YouTube at wpelevation.com slash YouTube. Uh, subscribe on iTunes at, you guessed it, wpelevation.com slash iTunes. And you can also find us on Stitcher Radio at wpelevation.com slash Stitcher. We love our short links here. And, uh, by the way, if you go to wpelevation.com slash Snapchat, you will not be redirected to Snapchat because we don't use it. But instead, you'll find an epic blog post written there by my good friend Jason Resnick about why Snapchat is not just for kids. So go and check that out. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating and a review over at iTunes. It really does help us come up in the search results and get this podcast in front of more people. And remember, we are exploring our unique value propositions here. We have a couple of ideas. We've been saying that this is the podcast that helps freelancers find freedom. We've been saying that this is the podcast where we help digital mavericks find uh, digital mavericks become fiercely independent. That is the new UVP we're playing with. We help digital mavericks become fiercely independent. We'd love to hear your feedback. Please send an email to support at wpelevation.com and put podcast UVP in the subject line and that will get to the right people. We really do value your feedback. Hey, I hope you're having as much fun as we are and we wish you all the best in your business success. Please keep in touch and let us know how you're going. I look forward to speaking with you again on the podcast or seeing you on Silence is Golden on our Facebook live show or over on our YouTube channel. Until then, I'm Troy Dean. Go Elevate. Go Elevate.